Hi, it's Randy G with the Holistic Health Hotline. Whoa, look what's going on out in the world. Everybody's all of a sudden talking about water. Isn't that interesting? Um, for those of you who have read the books, you know that I talk about water all the time. I talk about it on here. There's actually, I think there's two podcasts still up um, about water, drinking water, bathing water. Uh, and all of you who have access to these news places that are suddenly finding out that there might be a problem, let them know that uh, they're, they're still deciphering everything incorrectly because they're saying things like it's because people are throwing pills down the toilet and that's how it's getting into our drinking water supplies and that almost blows people away because they don't realize that our drinking water comes from the toilet. But um, <laughs> other than that, <clears throat> they they are not understanding that it's coming through our bodies into the water and it's being showered on us in the water. Um, so there are a lot of different things to think about, not just, oh, geez, you know, <laughs> if if uh, if I don't throw any pills down there and everybody stops that, then we'll be okay, okay? And it's not just the drugs. We've talked about on this podcast since the early 50s. Um, our aquifers have become more polluted with herbicides, pesticides, and pharmaceutical and waste runoff. Chlorine is added to the water supplies as a disinfectant, but what it does is it hardens arteries, destroys proteins in the body, irritates the skin and sinuses, aggravates asthma, allergies, and respiratory problems. So that's not a good thing. And chloroform is a byproduct of chlorination. That causes excessive free radical formation, which is accelerated aging. Also, it mutates normal cells. It causes cholesterol oxidation. It's a known carcinogen. So as they add the chlorine to take care of, or supposedly take care of, some of the things that they've added to the water, they're also causing new medical problems, which then force you to go get cholesterol medication and heart medication, and um, and, and you get cancer, okay? DCA, which is dichloro dichloroacetic acid, is a chlorine byproduct. It alters cholesterol metabolism. It causes liver cancer in lab animals. MX, you can look this up, all this up on the internet, but it's in my books, it's on my, in my articles, it's on the podcast. MX is known to cause genetic mutation, okay, and has been found in every water supply that is chlorinated in the country. Genetic mutation, think about that, all the way down to the DNA level. And then you have all your volatile organic chemicals anyway. There are a whole group of contaminants that are found in drinking water supplies all over the nation. They're organic chemicals. These are pesticides, herbicides, other chemicals that vaporize at a very low, at a relatively low temperature with no visible characteristic smell or taste. You have to test for them. They cause cancer of the kidneys, livers, brain damage, damage to the nervous reproductive and immune systems. Then we have fluoride. For those of you who are getting your teeth fixed, which I'm also doing, by the way, I'm getting some teeth, uh, dental work done. Um, <clears throat> fluoride and fluoride compounds and byproducts in the United States and Canada. 98% uh, of the European community banned the use of fluoride more than 50 years ago. More than 50 years ago because of its negative effect on neurological body systems, okay? It increases osteoporosis and hip fractures. The studies also show that fluoride does not prevent tooth decay. It's a byproduct of aluminum. Now, I just did a whole project about World War II and what happened with our increased um, <clears throat> manufacturing and production that we had to do in the United States, or, or believed we had to do to fight the war, and I guess we did have to do it. And, and the increase 
in manufacturing planes and, and weapons, etc., that was done with aluminum. Well, fluoride is a byproduct of aluminum. Okay, now there were a couple major corporations in the United States that made aluminum to make planes. And what happened was they did, even our TVA, the, the, um, the uh, Tennessee Valley Water Authority, all of that was done so that the plants around the rivers could use what they needed to to increase production of airplanes and weapons. Um, and then all of a sudden the war was over and they have all of this aluminum <laughs> that they couldn't do much with, but um, they needed to dump the byproducts of the aluminum. Well, fluoride is a byproduct of aluminum, so what did they say? Let's do aluminum foil and let's also say that fluoride is good for your teeth. That way we can take all the dumped product, the byproduct of aluminum, and put it into a whole new pharmaceutical base called fluoride and give it to dentists and convince them and all the toothpaste manufacturers, General Foods and General Mills, and say you need fluoridated toothpaste, etc., so that we can protect teeth and um, make a profit out of our losses. Okay? There is a Dr. Lim Leinbach. Um, he's a Ph.D. and a dentist who says, in my opinion, the evidence that fluoridation is more harmful than beneficial is now overwhelming. And policymakers who avoid thoroughly reviewing recent data before introducing new fluoridation schemes do so at risk of future litigation. He was one of 12 scientists who served on the National Academy of Sciences panel, and that was issued in 2006. Um, it's called Fluoride and Drinking Water Scientific Review of the EPA Standards. <clears throat> So tooth decay is a big problem. Now let me just reread some of these things to you. Since CNN and everybody are hitting my websites like crazy, let's give them something to read because they're still thinking, oh, it must be because we're dumping pills down the toilet. No, you are absorbing the chemicals and then you're peeing them out. And, um, and you're also dumping stuff down the toilet. But there's just all kinds of things going on and none of these things are being cleaned. 35,000 registered pesticides containing 600 chemical compounds. And yet, municipal water systems are only required to test for six. Most of these chemicals are known to cause birth defects, nerve damage, sterility, and cancer. The World Health Organization estimates that 75 to 80% of cancer may originate in our water. The General Accounting Office of the United States government reports that 20% of the nation's 65,000 community systems are unable to meet standards set by the Safe Drinking Water Act. A recent government study found that more than 25% of all large U.S. public water systems contain traces of one or more toxic substances. They don't test for carcinogens and dangerous chemicals, and they certainly don't test for antibiotics and hormones, which our children are getting. That's why our six-year-old girls are going through puberty. That's why we have so many women who are suffering from um, menopausal symptoms. That's why men think they need Viagra. You know what did it is what's in the water. So then you say, well, don't drink the water. Well, we're 80% water. You better drink the water. That's not how you do it. You don't run away from the problem. You face it head on. Um, sewage plants. 87% of the conventional sewage plants discharging discharge excess pollutants, even when the plants work well. They don't remove nitrate, heavy metals, or pesticides. In 1982 alone, there were seven, 1982, okay, that's a long time ago already, 70,000 violations of drinking water standards by municipal water systems. And how many more have we had since then? The EPA revealed that dangerous chemicals are leaking out of as many as 16,000 landfills. They percolate down through the layers of the soil into the, into the underwater um, 
reservoirs that are called aquifers, and that's where our water comes from. Trihalomethylenes. They're created when chlorine reacts with decaying organic matter. There are four organic halides that contaminate 90% of this country's drinking water. All four of them include chloroform. The chloroform was banned as an anesthetic, by the way, in 1976. And that was um, before we knew how bad it was. And, and we do know that all of these uh, halides are known of, to cause cancer. Okay. Um, let's see, 20% of the nation as a whole many in part to pesticides, fertilizers, and industrial wastes uh, it, it cause cancer. That's exactly where cancer comes from, okay? Still harmful chemicals, 90% of the water we consume, that's from New Shelter magazine, because a lot of water systems have, or municipal water, um, uh, what do you call them, facilities, have improved, but they're still not doing what they need to do. They don't need, they are not taking care of the water. We're a nation now that relies on soda, coffee, tea, and alcohol for our liquids rather than the two parts hydrogen and one part oxygen, which is water. Soda, I don't care which one you get. Um, if you're drinking regular soda, you're getting phenylalanine, which will affect your nervous system. You're getting um, sugars that don't break down. You're getting caffeine, which isn't good for your heart. So then you go to diet stuff, which took over in the 70s because everybody started dieting because we were called the obese society. So people said, well, let's go to diet this and diet that. And you go on a diet and you start eating McDonald's hamburgers and having Diet Coke or Diet Pepsi, and what you're getting is aspartame. And the aspartame, um, uh, there's a whole chapter in book two about aspartame, so you need to read that. I can't go through a whole chapter here, but um, we don't like the way water tastes, okay? The 50s gave us chlorinated water or the Culligan Man, who used salt-based filters. So we look for anything that tastes better to drink or we don't drink at all. So we're going to die of dehydration, which is the number one killer in the United States. If we don't die of dehydration, we're going to die from the other stuff we put in our bodies anyway. The phosphorus in carbonated drinks attacks your cell walls and eventually destroys the cell. Colon cancer and liver disease are direct results of that. So keep drinking your phosphorus drinks. The colon uses hydration and dehydration to eliminate waste and can't function without the essential properties of water. If the colon is sick, the body is sick. The liver tries to filter leaking waste and eventually becomes full of sludge and it can't clean itself anymore. And that's supposed to supply nourished blood to our lungs, heart, and other organs. Coffee and tea just as dangerous. They're diuretics, water eliminators. They also leach calcium from our bones. Calcium not only keeps our bones strong, but also keeps us calm and relaxed. So all of you out there who think that you need drugs to stay calm and relaxed, think about what else you're doing. When we drink coffee, the loss of calcium alerts the adrenal glands, which go into high gear to try to keep us alive. Eventually, you get adrenal exhaustion. The adrenals get tired, and the rest of our endocrine system tries to take over. Now we have adrenal exhaustion, Epstein-Barr syndrome, thyroid and hormone imbalances, and all kinds of chain reaction reactions. <laughs> Tooth decay and diabetes, direct results of sugary drinks, along with obesity and ADHD, Yet we give our kids anything and everything except good water. It boils down to, let's use the pun, a battle between hydration and dehydration. And then we have to do something about the water we're going to drink. So, okay, we have the environmentalists, and you say, well, I'm not going to go out there and drink bottled water because then we're filling up our landfills with plastic bottles. Okay, all right. And, and also they clean the plastic bottles with chlorine, so you're not really 
getting a whole bunch of stuff done, are you? Go on the website, go to the link that says water, and read about it. And if you want to call up Steve, who um, is somebody it took me over a year to find, and ask him about water, do it. He'll, he'll spend days with you talking about water, okay? And he'll let you know what's going on with your individual water supply in your area. And, and keep this in mind, okay? You can figure out how to get the best drinking water, and you can try to use a Brita filter, and they can come and sue me if they want. But just like Dunkin' Donuts is now being investigated for injecting something into the, um, the shell of their coffee cups so that you will be addicted to it, Brita does inject something into their filtering system, which makes the water taste good, but will absolutely destroy your joints. And I got more than 200 people off Brita in one year, and within weeks of getting off the Brita filters, um, people were better. So, you know, you have to think about what you're doing and how much you're protecting yourself. But the point of that was you need to get filtered water into your body as far as drinking it, but you also absorb more through your skin than you do through drinking it. So you can say, okay, my drinking water is testing pretty well. And then you go in the bathroom and you turn on the shower. So you're within limits, according to the EPA. You're only getting, you know, a certain amount of, of um, cancer-causing uh, drugs and antibiotics and byproducts and, and um, chemicals. And we think that that's within limits and that you'll be okay because you're not drinking 20 glasses of water a day, number one. So then they put the limit at eight. They say, well, if you're drinking eight glasses of water a day, this is how many of the chemicals you're getting, and your body can handle that. Don't take a shower then and don't ever get in the bathtub. <clears throat> Now we've got another problem in our society because nobody's taking showers or baths, right? Well, think about it this way. The largest organ in your body is your skin. It is porous. It is a protector. It protects you from things like wind and rain and all that stuff, but it also absorbs water. If you don't believe that, if you don't believe that, okay, make sure you don't have a lot of creams on your body holding things in your, your, your system to begin with, but weigh yourself before you take a bath and then get out and weigh yourself again. And you will weigh a half a pound more because you absorb the water. If you are particularly dehydrated, you may weigh as much as one to two pounds more because your body has sucked up the water just like a plant will when it knows it's dying because it needs water. Okay, your body reacts the same as a plant. Um, if you suddenly hydrate it, after sustained dryness and, and the heat that we have at 98.6, the water doesn't have time to reach any cells and penetrate the cell walls, so you might get, get um, swollen, you might get nauseous. You know, those are all negative body reactions to being flooded. Floods in the body are the same as they are on Earth. Stagnated chemicals and waste form more sludge, and our tissues can't handle the onslaught of the debris. So we're, we're, we try to slough it off then, and we pee a lot. If you're really hydrated, you're not going to pee a lot. That's the way, actually the way it's supposed to work. And then we think about cooking. See, none of these news channels like CNN and um, uh, the AP are doing what they need to do to go deeper because they're not holistic thinking. They they go to doctors to find the answers. And Okay, so now we've taken care of everything and we put our water up on the stove and we boil it. <clears throat> well, you get a lot of chemical absorption during showers and baths, but chlorine gases released during cooking are even a worse problem. Your skin is the largest organ, okay? It allows for absorption of oxygen, vitamin D from the sun and water. You absorb more chemicals in a month of showers than you would drinking eight glasses of, eight glasses of water daily for five years. Boiling water, especially like after storms, 
releases chloroforms, chloramines, and other chemical byproducts into the air, where they're not only inhaled, but they're also absorbed into drywall, furniture, clothes, other fabric, and your skin. The pH level of your water is probably not at 8. It's probably very acidic. Guess what lives in acid? Disease does. Good water is filtered the same way the earth filters water. And it did take me a year to find this guy who was actually looking for a way to build the right kind of water system. Um, we use in the earth, on the earth, or the earth uses, let's put it that way, things like lightning and lots of layers of different kinds of carbons and granites to clean the water. It can't keep up anymore because there's so much so much in the landfills and so much being dumped down the toilets and down the sinks and onto the land and into the air and through the um, the chemtrails from the jets, etc., that are landing on all of our plants, our houses, our bodies, our heads, everything we walk on and breathe, uh, that the earth is having trouble getting rid of it. Okay? Um, refrigerator filters, don't forget those. Most of them are never cleaned, okay? They don't also remove most of the chemicals that you're getting, the antibiotics that are that are in the water. So people say, well, I'm going to distilled water because that doesn't have any contaminants in it. Well, great, but you're going to hurt because you don't have any of the minerals that you need to keep your body going either. So you need to, to, to go to the website. You need to look up water. You need to listen to the podcast. You need to pass this on. I'm not trying to sell you water systems. I don't sell them. Okay, um, I talk about them. I teach about them in book two and book one, I believe. In fact, I think in book one I tell you actually what a water system should look like, and that's under the third key or the second key of water, which is the third chapter. And in book two, I go into more about what the chemicals are that are in the water and the byproducts, the pharmaceutical byproducts that are in the water and how they're affecting your body. Get the books, read them, and even if you have to flip through them to find what you're looking for. This is nothing new. They're acting like this is a big news thing, you know. CNN's got a half-hour thing on it, and AP is out twice in a row with all water, water. Guess what? We found out that there are seven or eight or a few different chemicals and, and, and drugs in our water. Duh, duh, duh. Okay, look at your kids. They're showing you. ADHD didn't come out of anywhere. Didn't come out of, like, some place from God. And uh, puberty at the age of eight, where is that coming from? Not just the hormones in the chicken and the beef. Okay, it's from the water. Um, all of the problems that we're having in our society with recurring now diseases that were abolished years and years ago are coming back. Our kids are all on antidepressants. I just told you why, because the body can't keep itself calm and the nervous system doesn't believe it is, the adrenals are exhausted, the endocrine system has gone berserk, and so we run to a doctor and what they know is put, give you another chemical, you take all of those things, you, you go to the bathroom and you send it right back out to the community. Um, we have to do something, that means clean up your water, there are, there are ways to do it. it and, you know, my water system, I think, costs about $3,000. It attaches to the water intake coming into the house. It cleans itself three times a week at four in the morning, so we don't know about it. And it's interesting because it has a, um, a flush-out pipe, you know, where as it cleans itself, it's, it's sending that water back through the whole system. And where that water goes down my lawn is the best part of my lawn. <laughs> It grows better. There's no disease. There's no bugs. There's no anything. It's the best part of my line. We're, we're trying to figure out if we could hook something up to that little pipe and send it out to the whole garden and everything so that we're always getting the best water going out there, not acid rain and all that stuff. But um, they just wouldn't work because we'd go up a hill. But 
But it's just interesting and fascinating to watch. We have a woman in Pensacola who uses the same kind of water system as I do who has been on television showing people the difference between flowers that were grown in regular water that comes from our municipalities and water that she filtered through the same system I have and the flowers are twice as big, twice as bright, live three times longer. And you know what? We're plants. We are the best plants on earth. I think that I would like to be twice as healthy and live three times longer. Wouldn't you? Okay, go to the website earthwalk-usa.com. Go on the tab and click water. After you've read all that, call Steve. If you don't want to call Steve and you don't believe it, go back to the home page, the front, listen to the podcast. They're all on there. After you've heard those and you don't believe it, get the books and read them because I have the references to where all this information comes from. And then pass everything on to your friends because if they keep putting things in their toilets and their water supplies, you're going to get it anyway. This is Rainy G. Thanks for listening.